Welcome to 7-Minute Torah. I'm Rabbi Micah Streifer. In this podcast, we explore the weekly Torah portion in about 7 to 10 minutes. We make modern meaning out of ancient texts, exploring them through liberal Jewish eyes. Sometimes it's just me, and other weeks I'm in conversation with another rabbi or a Jewish thought leader. All right, welcome everyone. This is, amazingly, the final episode of Season 3 of 7-Minute Torah. I can't believe that this podcast has been around for three years, and I can't believe the way it's grown over the last year. I'm grateful and I'm humbled to all of you who tune in every week for this brief discussion of Torah. And don't worry, even though Season 3 is ending, Season 4 picks up next week, same bat time, same bat channel, as we turn the Torah back to the beginning. So before I jump into the portion, I have a a couple of pretty cool announcements to make. First of all, I want to thank our newest weekly supporter, and that's Joe Lee and Margaret Frank, who tune in every week from California. I'm so grateful to them and to all those who are supporting 7-Minute Torah on a weekly basis. Second of all, next week, as the new Torah cycle begins... Not only will we be beginning a new cycle, a new season of 7-Minute Torah, with continuing emphasis on digging into the text in about 7 to 10 minutes, on looking at Torah through liberal Jewish eyes and making modern meaning with our ancient sacred texts, but also I am offering two weekly Zoom Torah study discussions for those who want to take their study to the next level. They're for two different levels of learners, and you can self-select. The first one is called Torah from the Beginning, and it's for learners who are just beginning, who feel like they need the basic version. What's going on in the Torah? Who, what, why, when, and where? Who want to come out knowing the basic arc of the story, and who are the major characters? That group will meet Tuesday afternoons at 3 p.m. Eastern or noon Pacific. My second group is called Digging Deeper Into Torah, and it's for learners who've been through the Torah a bit and who want to dig deeper, who want to expand their knowledge by reading commentators and relating Torah to philosophical and religious and human issues. And that group will meet Fridays at noon Eastern or 9 a.m. Pacific. If you want more information, if you want to join us for one of those groups, or even if you just want to try it out for a few weeks and see if it's the right thing for you, you can go to my website. I'll put this into the episode notes, but you can go to micastreifer.com. It's just my name.com. And at the top, you'll see a click for Torah study. And then you can read more about the two groups and sign up if you're interested. You can also always email me at rabbistreifer at gmail.com with any questions about it. And I hope to study Torah with many of you this coming year, both through the podcast and face-to-face through Zoom. So now, having said all that, let's get on to the Parsha. This week's Parsha is called Vizot Habracha. It is Deuteronomy chapters 33 and 34, and of course that's the end of the Torah. The words Vizot Habracha mean, this is the blessing, because this Parsha is made up in part of the final blessing that Moses gives the people of Israel before he dies and before they enter into the Promised Land. 
Now, one quick word of clarification before we go any further, which is that Bezot HaBracha is not actually the Torah reading for this coming Shabbat. This week we're in the midst of Sukkot, and so what we'll actually read is the parsha for Chol HaMoed Sukkot, for the intermediary days of Sukkot. But what I'm choosing to talk about is the end of the Torah, both because I want to complete the Torah cycle together, and also because that is the parsha that will be read on the holiday of Simchat Torah, which also takes place this week. Now, this parsha is an ending, but it's not really an ending, and I'll say more in just a moment about what I mean by that. As I was reading through the parsha, it made me think about what is one of my very favorite TV shows of all time, and that's The West Wing. Some of you might have also been West Wing fans. And The West Wing is about a president, President Jed Bartlett or Josiah Bartlett. As an aside, I'm pretty sure he's named for the great Israelite reformer king Josiah, but that's neither here nor there. The reason it made me think of The West Wing is that Bartlett's catchphrase during the show was... What's next? Whenever he would complete one item, whether it was a meeting with an ambassador or working with his staff on something or a press conference, he would always say, what's next? And what's next is exactly the question that this Torah portion seems to be asking. So what happens here? Well, first of all, like I said, Moses blesses the Israelite people. This is kind of a familiar ancient Near Eastern trope of the patriarch blessing his children before he dies. Only in this case, the patriarch is Moses, who's been the lawgiver and leader. And the children, so to speak, are the twelve tribes of Israel. Way back at the end of Genesis, we had a similar set of blessings by Jacob to his twelve sons. This time, Moses is blessing 12 tribes. And unlike Jacob at the end of Genesis, Moses actually mostly says nice things to the tribes. So I'll read a couple of these blessings for you. Verse 6, he says, May Reuben live and not die, though few be his numbers. In verse 12, he says that Benjamin is Yedid Adonai, beloved of the Eternal One, that he, Benjamin, rests securely in God. And in verse 24, he says, Baruch mibanim Asher, may the children of Asher be blessed. May he be the favorite of his brothers. So when Moses is giving these blessings, he seems to be talking to the tribes as tribes, as groups of people who are about to settle in this land and who are about to make a life for themselves. It's quite forward-looking in that sense. When he's done blessing the tribes, when he's spoken his final words, Moses goes up on top of Mount Nebo, and he looks out over the entire land. God says to him, Zot ha'aretz asher nishbati la'avraham li'itzchak uliyakov le'mor lezaracha et nena. God says, this is the land that I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that I will assign it to their offspring. And God says to Moses, you can look, but you cannot touch, essentially. I will let you see it, but you shall not cross into the land. So God's speech here has invoked the ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and it's also invoked the future that God had promised to give this land to their descendants. And Moses is told this is it, that your moment has finally come. Vayamot sham Moshe eved Adonai. And so Moses, the servant of the Eternal, died there. 
Now we're told that God buried Moses, that no one knows where his burial place is, possibly so that he can't be deified or turned into a god of any kind. And then we're left to ask, what's next? Moses is dead. The people are perched here on the bank of the Jordan River. They're ready to cross over, but they haven't done so. What's next? And when we ask what's next, we're asking two different questions. We're asking what's next for the Israelites. Where will they go next? What will they do next now that Moses is dead? Now that this part of their national life has come to an end. But we're also asking what's next for us. What do we read next? How do we continue our journey as Jews now that we've completed the Torah? In other words, what's the sequel? You know, if you've seen A New Hope, you want to move on to Empire Strikes Back. So what's the sequel? What's the next book after the Torah? And I want to give you three different answers to that question. Because, you know, I'm a rabbi, so I can't ever just give a simple answer. Answer number one is built into the text of the Parsha. Chapter 34, verse 9, it says that after the death of Moses, Joshua, the son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom, and the Israelites heeded him. So Joshua will be the next leader. He will lead the people of Israel across the Jordan and into the land. And we can read about all that in the book of Joshua, which is the book that comes next in the Tanakh in the Bible, even though it's not actually part of the Torah. So that's answer number one. The sequel to the Torah is the book of Joshua. And in fact, on Simchat Torah, which is the holiday where we complete the Torah, the Haftarah, the the prophetic reading, is the beginning of the book of Joshua. Answer number two is provided by the rabbis many centuries later. They imagine that in addition to a passing of authority from Moses to Joshua, there's also a passing of tradition, a passing of knowledge, and specifically the knowledge of Torah. So this is the beginning of Pirkei Avot. Pirkei Avot is the Talmudic tractate of rabbinic ethical sayings. And it begins with these words, Moses received the Torah at Sinai and transmitted it to Joshua. Joshua transmitted it to the elders and the elders to the prophets and the prophets to the Anshe Knesset Gedolah, the leaders of the great assembly or the great Knesset. And the rabbis believe that the last of those leaders of the great assembly, which is supposed to have existed in kind of the final centuries before the common era, that the last of those people were the early rabbis. So the rabbis of the Talmud understand the sequel to the Torah to be the rabbinic literature, that tradition is passed forward from Moses in an unbroken chain that ends with the rabbis, that ends with the Mishnah and the Talmud and the prayer book and really Judaism as we know it today. So what's the sequel to the Torah? The sequel to the Torah is Judaism, as far as the rabbis are concerned. We continue our journey by continuing to study Jewish texts, by learning, by engaging in that conversation that begins with Torah and that spans the centuries down to our time. And that brings me to answer number three, which is that the Torah is its own sequel. Because, of course, what happens after we finish reading the Torah on the very next Shabbat We go right back to the beginning, and we start reading it all over again. The Torah ends 
by talking about the death of Moses. It says that there was never again a prophet like him, and that he performed signs and wonders before the eyes of all Israel. And when we read those words, we're supposed to follow them up almost immediately with Bereshit bara Elohim. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We're never done reading Torah. We're never done learning from this book. We're never done finding new things in it. Not because there will be something new in it next year, but because we will bring something new to it the next time we read it. So in that sense, the Torah doesn't need a sequel, because we still have plenty of learning left to do. And that's what's next. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for engaging in this Torah cycle with me. I learn a lot every week as I research and think through the issues in the Torah portion, thinking about what I want to talk about. And I'm hopeful that you've learned a lot over the course of the last year as we've made our way through the Torah together. And I want to invite you to continue the journey, either through the podcast or through one of our Zoom classes in the coming year. When we complete a book of Torah, and certainly when we complete the Torah, we say the words chazak, chazak, venit chazek. Be strong, be strong, and let us strengthen one another. I think these words of Torah continue to bring us strength, especially when we approach them thoughtfully and critically, when we ask good questions and seek to find meaning for our own lives. But I think they especially bring us strength when we approach them together, when we know that we're reading and studying the same parsha as every Jew in the world, when we know that we're listening to the same learning podcast as hundreds of other people. So thank you for engaging in words of Torah, for the strength that you bring to me and to one another by participating in this pursuit together. Chazak, chazak, venit chazek. Be strong, be strong, and let's strengthen one another. And I'll see you next week as we turn the Torah back to the beginning. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoy this program, please consider becoming a sponsor at patreon.com slash 7minutetorah. To join one of our new weekly Torah study discussions on Zoom, go to micastreifer.com and click on Torah Study.